Welcome to the Union Weekly Insider. I'm Andrew Lindy. This is the official podcast for the Union Weekly out of Cal State Long Beach. I'm going to take you behind the scenes and show you what it takes to put together a weekly student publication. This week on the Union Weekly Insider, you'll be meeting two more members of the team, our food editor and our art director. We'll also get into some changes that are being made to the Union Weekly and how the different editors feel about them. But first, an introduction to another part of student media. We'll move on to the Long Beach Union Weekly Editor-in-Chief Report. (laughs) Hello, everybody. It's my first meeting. Student Um, Government. The ASI Media Board meets on the first Friday of the month and is the government body that funds and holds accountable the Union Weekly, K-Beach Radio, and College Beat, the three branches of student media on campus. did last year and trying to add structure to the Union Weekly. And um, to that end, we rearranged the office so it's more open, more of an office space. We also, thanks to the new blinds and the fact that we're opening the door, we're getting a lot more people coming in, which is really cool because that means we're going to have a lot more contributors. You can listen to past episodes for more information on my history with the Media Board. Here's a quick message from the meeting from ASI Executive Director Richard Holler. I just want to encourage all of you to uh, get out there and recruit students for the two vacancies that we have on this board. Um, you know, this, as you can tell, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of potential here. Uh, we want to continue the momentum from last year. I don't want you to think that this first meeting is an indication of how this board's going to be. <laughs> it will be a lot more active, um, a lot more participation. But surely you know people who can spare a couple of hours you know, on, on a Friday to, uh, to sit in, on this board. But of course, I want people who are genuinely interested in media you know, and have, you know, uh, uh, have their hearts, minds on, um, on student media. So get out there and find me some people. Some things never change. In a turn of good news, here's managing editor Bailey Mount's thoughts on a recent issue. It's good. All right. We're going to open up with Bailey's comments on the Oh, issue. no, it was good. Super excited. It was awesome. The layouts just keep getting better and better. And I get super excited every time I look at them each time. And we keep getting shorter and shorter on production time, which is super awesome. So keep up the good work, guys. Our staff is also growing. Meet our new copy editor, Sheila. Sheila, our copy editor. Hi. Has some words for y'all. If y'all haven't met her, she's our copy editor. Hi. Uh, I'm new. Um, thank you. Much appreciated. Um, so I made a post on the wall. I wasn't in the. I wasn't in this vicinity to copy edit this weekend, but I did shoot out a message on the group. I was mm-hmm. like, hey, send me a things. Um, as like layout, as much as layout is important, language and also the formalities and being up to date and up to content is really important. And I'm actually working on being an editor as my job for life, which is really cool to say. Ooh. So I'm really taking it seriously, um, which means please send it over. I only got three articles. Yeah. Three articles this past week. So and I actually like read through a couple, and I caught some errors, which is a thing that happens. Um, it's more like APRs, like just what should be capitalized and yeah. things like that. So send them to me and I will come through because that's my job and I'm your friend and I won't be mean. Hi. I promise. You can look forward to less typos in future issues thanks to Sheila.
one person designs the cover of the paper and our weekly features. Art director, Sam Oriwella. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. How do you pronounce your last name? You know what, at this point, I don't, don't bother. Yeah, just, my professor, can I give up? He started calling me Samantha O.O. It's easier. O.O.? Yeah, because I have two O's, like two last names that start with O. So he's just like, you know what, I can't pronounce either. Let's just go with O.O. So I'm Samantha O.O. Sam is the art director now, but she had humble beginnings at the Union Weekly in her freshman year. I was just an assistant editor. Um, Yeah, assistant editor. So I was basically... um, if anyone in, uh, of the editors needed help, whether it was like taking photographs or, or needing help for an article, I would do that. Like I was actually a writer back then, and I was really self-conscious about my writing because I had just like, well, back then I had just been in the states for like two years, so I was like, yo, my English is not like perfect. But I was like um, kind of like mentored by Sierra. She was like the first person that I kind of like guided me through the whole like writing process and she was really really smart. She like nothing escaped her. She was honestly the, the only reason why back then the paper had no like grammar mistakes or like spelling mistakes and everything like that. So she was really helpful. She actually told me that my writing is not bad so that was like really uplifting <laughs> to hear from someone who was like an English major, like an OG person that knows what she's doing. So I think that helped me a lot. Uh, and then I moved up to music editor. That was when Molly was EAC. I was music editor for that whole year. And then, um, yeah, the next year I was just art director when Katie took over. Becoming art director was something that Sam needed some encouragement to chase after. Well, that's actually a funny story. I didn't actually consider uh, doing that until my friend Alfred pushed me to. He was the managing editor, so he was constantly telling me, um, hey, you're studying industrial design. You know about this stuff, like graphic design. And I was like, well, I don't really know too much about it. I don't think I could do it. But then he kept pushing me. He kept like saying that I could do it, like um, Connor, the previous art director, could train me for that. And so he kept pushing me, eventually I gave in, and he was right, I, I should have taken the risk, like, from the beginning. I mean, I, I did eventually, but uh, it took me a while, like, he had to push me, which I'm really grateful for. Here's a conversation between Editor-in-Chief Alex Ramos and Sam on production day about her job. How's it going? Uh, it's going well, just finished the cover, I think, and it's looking good. That looks really good. Yeah. I really like it. Yeah, I was just looking on Pinterest, like, cover ideas for mm-hmm. portraits. And most of the covers there uh, involve, like, the big type. Um, like, typical Vogue uh, cover has, like, the big Vogue on top, and then they have a face of someone, and they kind of hide it, or depending on who does it. So I tried to do that and I really like it, so I, I'm just hoping that it's okay to do this. Sam recently made some changes to the style and layout of the paper. I'm gonna make some changes in where the, the page number is, the header font, and I'm gonna kind of like make some templates for everyone to kind of like have some fun a little bit more. 
uh, I think that should be easier for them. Well, I hope it is. I'm gonna make it more clean, more readable, more, um, I feel like, um, the font that we use right now is called, um, Berthold Accidents. And I feel like that's way too close to Helvetica. We need to move away from Helvetica. I mean, I have nothing against that font, but it's been, it's too American apparel for my, for my own taste. And I don't think we, we, we look very American apparel-y. Sam also made some changes to Alex's intro page. A new intro page looks really nice. It looks more like an actual magazine intro page where you, know, you got your staff box on one side and then you got the little intro space on the right side. Uh, everything's a little more spaced out. uses the space a little bit better. Uh, I like it. It's going to be a little bit more readable. And I don't have to open up my heart as much every weekend. Most editors like the new layout and style. I actually kind of like them because, well, we do a lot with shapes. Um, I actually love the new layout. I think it looks, I think, I think Samantha, it's actually like a really interesting mix of like a, like, like retro modern type of look because when having the top, the page, the top the page titles flush against the columns, I thought it was really interesting. It's pretty cool. It's sleek. I really like the, the headline font that's really cool um, it, it doesn't seem like too drastic a change some editors maybe didn't really care for change I feel like my creativity has been like just thrown out the window and if I don't comply it's gonna I don't even things I shouldn't say and I'm not going to but now I'm like at a creative slump here. The truth is, even though I'm an editor, I'm completely like technologically inept. So I probably won't notice anything. That last voice was food editor Zach Phelps. Let's find out more about him. Zach, like several other editors this year, has worked with the Union Weekly previously. I am the food editor, so this, this last year I was out of school, but before that I spent a year as the, uh, the lifestyle editor. So what made you decide to come back? I, I, like the, I, I like the attitude the union fosters. I've met a lot of cool people through, through the paper. Uh, I like the idea of it being an alternative paper, um, pursuing stories that maybe a publication maybe like the 49er wouldn't pursue. And I guess essentially when it all comes down to it, I just I like to write. Were you surprised when you came back that the lifestyle section was gone? I was a little surprised, but like I, I don't know, I missed it too much because it seemed like lifestyle was, frankly, a, just a catch-all for everything else that we couldn't fit anywhere else. So I, I like the fact they were trying to divvy it up and make it a little more relevant. While Zach is the food editor, he isn't exactly known for being a chef or connoisseur. I mean, it's kind of funny because I, I, if I tried to cook water, I'd probably burn it. I'm like, I'm definitely not a cook, but uh, I'm learning a lot just about you know different you know dietary styles and lifestyles and cooking generally. Hopefully I can get something out of this. I know I, my girlfriend would be pretty happy if I actually came out of learning how to cook. Is there another section that you'd, you think you'd be better suited to be editor of? Um, I don't know. I mean, as far as like, I, I probably know more about like, let's say music or politics or you know, like a news section, but um, I like food because it, it, as much as food seems kind of like a fluffy section, it's something like I'm, I have little experience in and I feel like I'm forcing myself to expand my horizons. I definitely think I was someone who probably before this would have looked at like a, a food section or just even like an art section and been like, oh, this is all just fluff stories. But then you realize there, there is like a real story there and it is cool having something that 
transposes like hard news and community stuff with something like food and more like a cultural aspect. But Zach is enthusiastic about his section of the paper. You know, it's so easy just to, for especially food, just to like include recipes and restaurant reviews. Those are like the two cliche things I think if you read any food section of any major paper. And while like obviously those are important, that's what people expect, I'd, I'd like to do more stuff um, just featuring like the community with festivals and a lot more like I guess my, my two big things right now, the two ideas I'm working on talking with people is A, like um, fearing more like dietary styles, so where it's like you know, gluten-free, veganism, vegetarianism, you know, paleo, or I guess, you know, breathitarians, people who believe they can just live off air. Like, I was talking to someone, they totally believed, like, that was a real thing, so, like, as much as I think that's really bizarre, like, I'd love someone to write about that. And then also, I guess more of, like, a food guide for Long Beach, even for me, I'm not a Long Beach native, and, like, especially when I first came here, it's like, uh, when I transferred, I would have loved if someone, like, had laid out, like, these are some cool places to get like a cheap bite to eat. This is like this really cool little bar. This is like that kind of stuff. So, because you can go on Yelp and find like all that stuff, but I think college students and what we want is a little bit different than what like you know people who have a little more disposable income want. So it would have been great to have a guide like that. So I'd, I'd love to include more of that in the paper. When Zach worked at the Union Weekly before, the editor in chief was Molly Shannon. I wanted to know how working under her compared to working under Alex. I guess I, I like. Alex and, and Bailey, I love. I like their approach a lot more in the sense that they're a lot more hands-on. Molly and then Connor, he was the writer. Like they, they were nice people, but they were. It was very much they would spend, you know, their time at their computer, and they really had nothing to do with us, and they didn't really communicate. Versus like, uh, you know, Bailey and Alex are much more like, you know, Alex spends most of the time sitting in there in the other room with us, and you know, Bailey's around helping everybody. Like, and so I like their approach, and they take it more seriously, and I like that they're taking the paper in a more serious direction without like losing the fact that this is like for lack of a better term, an alternative paper. It's always nice to know that past editors are willing to come back and work with the Union Weekly. Next week, we'll have a very special episode for you. Stick around after the credits for a sneak peek into what's coming up. Here's Alex. Thanks for listening to the Union Weekly Insider. Special thanks to our podcast assistant, Allison Meyer, for additional editing and recording. You can find us at lbunion.com, in iTunes, or on your favorite podcast app. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Union Weekly. If you're on the CSULB campus, pick up an issue of the Union Weekly, or find us on issue.com. That's I-S-S-U-U.com. Oh, you can also find us on medium.com, too. Next time on the Union Weekly Insider. La, 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 la. Peter said your presence is requested in the office. So the first thing I thought was I did something wrong. Daddy's yeah. firing me. <laughs> <laughs> I told him. No, if that was going to happen, I'd just hide while they fired you. Oh, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> John, you're going to be my surrogate. What? Come here. You're the stand-in Alex. I don't like that. I love your, uh, your audio quality for your own voice, but then, like... I wasn't, like, for the other people, I was like, oh, it sounds really weird. Yeah, because I'm in the middle of a room like this where people are talking everywhere. Yeah, well, I want to make my voice clearly, Andrew. Yeah, when we do our one-on-one interview. Is it clear? Okay, okay, so yeah. I'm sure. You better be ready. It'll be, a, it'll be an hour-long sit-down. I'm legit nervous. I know that means. I'm going to ask you about all your projects. I'm going to ask you about your whole life. We're going to get your story out there. I'm mad.